My name is Barbara Pike Gonzalez. I work with high achieving women throughout multiple stages of their careers. And one pattern that keeps repeating is how we have been conditioned to minimize our worth and play small. Well, there will be no more hiding, ladies. It's time you know, show, and grow your worth. On this podcast, we're going to talk personal branding strategies that give you the clarity and the confidence to own who you truly are and what you bring to the table, and how creative and innovative PR opportunities will get you in front of the people that you are truly meant to impact. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Know, Show, and Grow Your Worth podcast. I'm your host, Barbara Pike Gonzalez. In today's episode, we are going to focus on the grow component of know, show, and grow your worth, and specifically talk about how a strong PR strategy can really help you grow your audience and enforce your personal brand. One of the first things to consider as we think about PR, quite frankly, is how much PR has changed, and especially post-COVID. I'm sure that you have seen that perhaps some of your favorite magazines that you used to run to the newsstand to get every single month, or maybe you subscribed to one and you ran to your mailbox to get that early edition before it actually hit the newsstand, so you couldn't wait to dive in. Many of those are gone, sadly. I know some of my favorites are now gone. And that really is indicative to the hit that the industry has taken. And in that also means that many of these writers and editors and journalists that had worked for these magazines have had to really rethink their career. Frankly, many of them have left the journalistic world altogether. And they're embarking in new industries and utilizing their skills and their talents in other ways. And some may have still stayed within the industry, but they have now been taking on more of a freelance role. So they're not dedicated to one publication. They are writing for multiple and they are sourcing different um, pitch angles and, and different story ideas for different publications that they're supporting. Many of them have simply been furloughed and laid off. That, the, you know, people that had been in publications for years are simply no longer there. And also, along with the decline of many print publications, are the mergers of others. So being brought, bought out by more uh, corporate entities instead of more inde independently published publications. So all that to say, with the change in the landscape of public relations, as many of you may have known it, you know, oftentimes publicists and different agencies would really tout their really deep contacts at certain publications and certain magazines or networks, what have you. And a lot of times those are simply no longer there. I'm not to say that they are have gone away completely, but oftentimes people that may have touted these really strong relationships are no longer able to say that because those people are simply not in the same roles. 
And another change in PR has come from these publications and these media press outlets that have really suffered from the just economic setback of COVID to where they are really looking at different and innovative and creative ways to recoup that revenue that they've lost. Many of them in looking for those ways have decided to go to more of a pay for play approach. So what does that mean? That means that yes, you can get featured in these publications, but you are going to have to pay for that. So that may be that you pay specifically for an article. It may be that you pay for a partnership where you get your article, but then you have to advertise with them, or it's oftentimes a packaged deal. And there's pros and cons, frankly, to that approach. Now, your traditional publicists are much more hesitant to do the pay for play route because it's really antithetical to what we as publicists and PR experts and PR agency owners do. Our job is to earn your placement in press. It is literally called earned media. And when it goes from earned media to paid media, that can tend to take away some of the credibility of the work that is done to secure these placements. Now, depending upon who you are and what story you want to tell and how you want to show up for this audience, the credibility component can be more or less important for you. But it is something to consider when you do have an article that is featuring you or your story or your business, and you see that it says, you know, through a paid partnership, or it's an advertorial or advertising, the reader is going to see that and know, okay, they, they paid for that placement. Again, if it's a strong story to tell and you stand behind that story and you are willing to put in the additional budget that it requires to make that happen, then that is totally fine. But there are many people who are not comfortable with that and want to do the, the true, as I mentioned, earned media route, which is where either yourself or an agency that you work with pitches your story on your behalf and the editor or the writer finds value in that and knows that it's going to be of interest to their audience and they agree to take on that story. So there's definitely, as I mentioned, some pros and cons, obviously also with the earned media, so not pay for play, you're not paying for that. So there's not an additional cost to that. Obviously pay to play, as it goes without saying, you're paying for that. So there is another budget hit for those types of opportunities. So I say that because as I'd mentioned, that's definitely 
more of a trend than what it used to be. So there's definitely more pay for play opportunities, people needing to invest more in their PR placements and the, um, the resources that they are using to get PR if they decide to go the pay for play route. Now, all that to say, yes, the PR landscape has changed. The industry is not the same as it used to be. Things are a little bit different. You may need to consider um, a, a different budget approach to your PR strategy. But I want to be very, very clear, whether you work with an agency or whether you are managing it on your own or you have an in-house team or you're working with a PR coach that teaches you how to do it on your own, PR absolutely still has great impact when you strategize, execute, and amplify it properly. So what do I mean by that? Let's dive a little bit deeper. So a few tips in really maximizing your PR strategy and your opportunities to grow your audience, to enforce your personal brand, to show up as yourself, to get your story told, and to make the impact that you want to make. Now, if you've done your, your, your personal branding work, you've gotten that clarity on who you are, how you show up, what you bring to the table, and also equally as important is knowing who your audience is. You know who you serve. You know, again, what the impact is that you make for them. Now, from a PR standpoint, you need to then know where your audience is. What are they reading? What are they watching? What are they listening to? What events are they attending? Having that insight will really help you get a stronger ROI for your PR investment. And whether that's an investment of money or an investment of time, of energy. Also think about what is already being covered in the media that your audience is consuming. Is there a trend of articles or an area of focus or um, just simply a, a thought that is kind of really pervasive right now in your industry that your audience is consuming on a regular basis? And once you've identified that, Think about, do you have a fresh perspective on this? Does the work that you've done to establish your personal brand and identifying your expertise, does that support a fresh perspective on this topic that they're already hearing a lot about? Do you have something valuable to add to that conversation? Or is it an entirely different topic that this audience can benefit from? something new that maybe they haven't thought about that you have done the work to identify or work through or come up with a better solution on. The key to getting your press placement is that the content that you put forth is interesting and interesting to the consumer of the information. Always, always, always when pitching, again, you're, if you're working with an agency, they are doing this. If you're, if you're taking it in-house or doing it by yourself, always be thinking about will the reader 
the listener, the, the watcher of the content, what is their point of view? What will they be thinking about? What will engage them to want to dive deeper into what you have to say? It's so easy to go into a PR strategy with this is the message that I want to get out. This is what I want to tell them. This is the visibility that I want. I want people to know about my services. I want people to know about my product that I'm selling. I want people to know that I have a launch coming up. Yes, you absolutely want to know that. But the key is to weave that into a message of audience, this is why you need to know what I offer. This is why you need to be aware that there's a different solution and I have that solution for you. This is why you need to be aware of there's a different way to go about this and I am here to show it to you. So again, always be thinking about what is the benefit to the audience because I can guarantee you that that is what the editor or the writer is thinking about when they're receiving your pitch. And they can spot it from a mile away if it simply feels self-serving. And they will also be able to spot if you or the agency that you're working with has not done the work to identify really what does resonate and engage their audience. Now, as we're thinking about different press placements and different media outlets and the opportunities that you all have to get out in front of the press, I really encourage you to think beyond, I want to be on the cover of Fortune. I want to be on Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. Back in the day, it used to be, how are you going to get me on the Ellen show? How are you to get me on the Oprah show? And of course, everyone wants those big cover opportunities. But I really encourage you to think about more of the niche publications and the podcasts that may not have the expanded reach, of course, of a Fortune magazine or something to that effect, Inc. magazine, Fast Company, but it can get you in front of your audience. The more you niche down in that, again, it may not be in volume, but it will be in quality. These are your people. So I don't want you to ignore those smaller opportunities or feel like they may not be a strong use of your time because oftentimes it really is. So just something to consider there. Also, I really encourage you, depending upon your, um, your business model and what your offering is, to really think about local press. I think oftentimes, again, that is something that is overlooked. So even if you are someone who sells a service, is a founder of a, a business that is a, you know, a virtual service type approach where it's not a brick and mortar, it's not specifically um, limited to your specific geographic region, but they would love to tell the story of a founder in the area and the amazing difference that that founder is making in the lives of their audience. 
So thinking about, again, getting that visibility and being able to tell your story at that local level can really benefit you as well. And frankly, it's it can oftentimes be um, a, a quicker opportunity for you to close than a larger national or even international publication or broadcast. And I also encourage you as we're thinking about the different press outlets and the media to really think beyond press in general as you think about your PR strategy. And again, how are you getting in front of your audience? How are you growing your audience? How are you amplifying your personal brand strategy? Think about getting on stages. Think about speaking engagements, being on a panel. I know I discussed this in episode three of the No Show and Grow Your Worth podcast, but it's definitely worth repeating here. Because as you think about it, if you are on a stage, whether again, it's a 15 minute panel or it's a keynote, once you are done with that, that time, that agenda time where you are doing your presentation and doing your speech, you walk off that stage and you are immersed in your audience. You can have one-on-one immediate follow-up conversations with the people that just took in your message. You're not always going to get that from press, but in a speaking engagement situation, you're going to get that immediately. And they really get to see all of you your mannerisms, your expressions, and obviously taking in your message. So your expertise or your inspiration or what have you, but they really get to see you in your entirety and how you show up for them. And obviously that is quintessential to your personal brand. Also consider, you know, contributing to other articles being a guest blogger on someone else's blog where you get in front of their audience, you get to link back and forth between the two websites and really drive traffic that way through being able to share your message there. Again, getting in front of your specific audience, getting your message out there, thinking above and beyond big press and, you know, MSNBC or Fox News or you know, e-news or whatever it may be. There's always something of value in those smaller niche opportunities as well. And I don't want you to overlook those. And then lastly, once you do secure that press, again, whether working with an agency, doing it in-house, doing it by yourself, be sure to amplify and share that press. Take real ownership in expanding this press opportunity that you worked so hard to get and leverage that content. Post it on social media, add it to your website, take pull quotes from the article, put it in a a graphic that's within your brand framework and give a little tease to it, link it to the the article or the, um, the interview, what have you but it really is part of your PR strategy to do that post live, post launch work. Be sure to share that information. 
Be sure that your audience sees that you are being covered by other press or that you're speaking on this certain stage or that this audience is interested and invested in what you have to say. That's how you are going to grow your audience because then they're going to share it with people. It is going to show up on other people's feeds. And that is how you're going to grow your worth, grow your audience, amplify your personal brand. And at the end of the day, share the message that you are meant to share with your audience. I hope you found today's episode valuable and would love it if you would share this content with your audience as well. So thank you so much again for listening to the Know, Show, and Grow Your Worth podcast. I do hope that you found this information valuable and that you have a couple of takeaways that you could immediately put into action or at least something to consider and think about as you're building out your goals for 2024. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Know, Show, and Grow Your Worth podcast. If you found value in what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this episode with the fellow female leaders in your life. Until next time, don't forget, no more playing small and hiding. We'll see you again soon.